are listening to Too High to Go Hell. With your host, Mac Bobas. The Midnight Podcast featuring the one in him. From Sex to Superconsciousness. Chapter 5. From Lust to the Lord. Knowledge is religion, and ignorance is irreligion. And besides, a religion that thrives on lack of knowledge is not religion at all. It is irreligion, and the sooner we are free of it, the better. The light that lacks light is not light. It is darkness under the disguise of light. No, light always invites light. Knowledge always welcomes knowledge. And remember, religion is nothing but another name for the search of sublime knowledge, for that realization of the perfect light. Ignorance, darkness is always harmful. If mankind becomes more debased, if a total perversion occurs, if mankind goes completely neurotic because of its ignorance of sex, the blame will not, will not be with those who reflect and meditate on the subject of sex, but at the door of the so-called preachers of morals and religions. They have tried to keep man encased in ignorance for thousands of years, but for these oppressive leaders, mankind would have been freed from sexuality long ago. Sex is normal, but the invention of sexuality can be traced to, to these gurus, this handicap can never be overcome so long as ignorance about sex exists. I'm not in favor of ignorance at any level of life. I'm always ready to welcome the truth at any cost, at any danger. I feel that if one stray ray of truth could spread so much agitation among people, then it was fitting to discuss the full spectrum, so as to clear up the question of whether knowledge of sex makes man religious or irreligious. This is the background. This is why I have selected this subject. Without this, it would not have occurred to me to choose this subject. Without this, I would not have talked on this topic at all. And so, those who created this opportunity and led me indirectly to select this subject for this lectures deserve some thanks. Therefore, if you have a mind to thank me for choosing this topic, please do not do so. Instead, congratulate those who are propagating misleading things about me. They have forced me to pick this subject. Now, to come to the topic itself. The primary experience of sex is the physiological level. It's only on the physiological level. But those who hold there never attain the fullest experience of sex. They can never know the depths about which I have been speaking. These days, most people have stopped at the physical level. In this connection, it is important to know that in countries where marriage takes place without love, sex stagnates at the physical level. It can never progress beyond that. These marriages can be of two bodies but never of two souls. Love can only exist between two souls. Marriage can have a deeper meaning if it happens for love, but the marriages that take place because of the calculations of astrologers or out of consideration of creed or money can never go deeper than the physical layer. There is one advantage to this system, in the sense that the body is more stable than the mind, and so in a society in which the body is the basis of marriage, marriages will be more stable. 
they will last longer because the body is not unstable because the body is an almost constant factor and change creeps very very slowly almost imperceptibly into it the body is in a state of constancy and those societies which thought it it's necessary to stabilize the institution of marriage to remain with monogamy to leave no possibility for change had to do away with love they had to weed out love because the heart is the seat of love and the heart is unstable divorce is inevitable in these societies where marriages are based on love there can never be stable marriages in those society because love is fluid the heart is mercurial the body is constant and stable if there is a stone in your yard it will be in the same place in the evening as it was in the morning but a flower blooms in the morning and by evening it droops falls to the ground the stone is an inanimate object whatever it was in the morning it will also be in the evening a marriage made on the physical level will bring stability but it will not be unlike that of a stone this kind of marriage will and is in the interest of society but it is detrimental to the individual in such marriages the sex between husband and wife does not touch the deeper realms it merely becomes a mechanical routine the act is simply repeated often and becomes still nothing more happens and the participants become increasingly dull there is very little difference between going to a prostitute and being in a marriage without love you buy a prostitute for a night whereas you purchase a wife for your whole life this is the only difference when there is no love a purchase is being made whether you are hiring a woman for a night or making arrangements for a lifetime of course because of their day-to-day association a kind of relationship comes into being and we call it love but this is not love love is something else altogether these marriages are simply of the body and so the relationship can never go any deeper than the physical none of the manuals and scriptures that have been written about love go deeper than the physical level another level is psychological of the mind of the heart the marriages of couples who fall in love and then get married go a little further a little deeper than marriages on the physical level they reach the heart they reach the physiological and psychological depth but because of monotony they revert to the physical level every day the institution of marriage that has developed in the west over the last 200 years is on this level and because of this the societies are disjointed and debunched the reason for this is that you cannot rely on the mind today the mind desires one thing tomorrow it will ask for something else it wants one thing in the morning and something else in the evening what it feels now will be totally different from what it felt only moments ago stability is possible on the physical level but not on the psychological plane it is very difficult the sexual experience is deeper and more subtle on the mental plane and therefore the experience in the west has been more profound than in the east the west psychologists have written about this second stage of sex about the psychological level but the sex about which i am speaking is of the third level which up to now has neither been understood in the east nor in the west that third level of sex is the spiritual level because the body is inert 
there is a kind of stability on the physical level there is also a kind of stability on the spiritual level because there is no change on that level either everything is calm there there it is eternal in between these two stages the psychological level exists it is unsteady like the memory the experience of the west is on this level and so marriages break up and families disintegrate a marriage born out of a meeting of minds cannot produce a stable family situation and now the trend in the west is towards divorce divorces now occur about every 2 years but this could also become every 2 hours one's mind can even change in an hour's time society in the west is disjointed in comparison is society has been stable but the east has not been able to fathom the subtle and sublime depths of sex either a man and a woman who can meet on the spiritual level who can unite spiritually even once they feel that they have united for endless lives to come they in a deep fluidity timelessness and pure ecstasy are the wedding diary The sex I'm talking about is spiritual sex, the divine experience. I desire a spiritual orientation of sex. And if you comprehend what I am saying, you realize that the mother's love of her son is also a part of spiritual sex. You will say that this is a preposterous statement. You will ask what possible sexual relation can there be between a mother and her son? to understand fully we have to examine many other aspects of sex and its interaction in the relation among husband wife and child as i told you a man and a woman only meet for a time their souls also meet but only for a moment whereas the child remains in the mother's womb for 9 months and during this period its ex- its existence is one with that of the mother The husband also meets the wife at this level where there is only existence where there is only beginningness but it is just for a moment and then they separate husbands and wives meet for a moment and then jump apart and so the intimacy that a mother has with her child is not possible with her husband it cannot be the child in the womb breathes the mother's breath his heart throbs through the mother's heart The child is one with the blood and life of the mother. He has no individual existence yet. He is still part of the mother. No man can fulfill a woman as much as a son can. No husband can ever give his wife the deep feeling of intimacy a son can give her. As well, a woman's full growth is complete unless she becomes a mother. Unless she attains to motherhood, the full radiance of a woman's personality, the utmost flowering of her beauty is not possible. A woman can never be fully contented unless she has become a mother unless she has known the deep spiritual relationship that exists between mother and child and along with this please bear in mind that as soon as a woman becomes a mother her interest in sex automatically wanes she has had a deep drink of motherhood for 9 months she has coexisted with a throbbing new life and now she has little attraction to sex At times the husband is bewildered by her apathy because his becoming a father does not change his attitude to sex in any way. He has no deep relationship with the process of childbirth. With the new life that has been been born, the father has no sense of spiritual oneness. Becoming a mother brings about a basic change in a woman, but fatherhood is simply a social institution. A child can grow up without a father. but it has a deep rooted relationship with the mother 
A new kind of spiritual well-being fills a woman after the birth of a child. If you look at a woman who has become a mother and at one who hasn't, you will feel the difference in their personalities, in the sense of the ease they project. In a mother you will find a glow, a calmness, the kind of calmness you see in a river that has reached the plains. But in one who hasn't yet become a mother, you will sense a sort of bubbling fluidity like that of a stream still flowing through the mountains, rumbling, roaring, overflowing its banks and rushing towards other plains. A woman becomes quiet, calm and serene inside after she becomes a mother. In this connection, I also wish wish to state that women are afflicted with a passion for sex, as is common in the West today. are women who do not want to become mothers after motherhood a woman's attraction of sex suddenly diminishes and a western woman who refuses to become a mother is doing so because she knows that as soon as she becomes a mother she will lose her interest in sex and she supports her indulgence in sex by not becoming a mother the governments of western countries are concerned about this if this continues what will happen to their populations The East worries about the increase in numbers, but some countries in the West fear the decrease in numbers. Nothing could be done if women decide not to become mothers because they know they will lose interest in sex. A family planning program might be implemented by law, but no law can force a woman to become a mother. This problem of the Western countries is more intricate than our problem of population explosion. We can halt the increase by force or legally, but the Western countries cannot increase their numbers by legislation. In the next 200 years, this problem will grow to gigantic proportions in the West, and the population in Eastern countries, increasing by leaps and bounds, could lead to this country's dominating the whole world. Simultaneously, with the passage of time, Western manpower will decrease. They will have to make women agree to become mothers again. Some of the psychologists have already begun to come out in favor of child marriages. A woman entering maturity is not going to be interested in becoming a mother. She will be more interested in sexual pleasure. So the psychologists are advising people to marry young. Then in those cases, the women won't get any ideas before they become mothers. This was also one of the reasons behind child marriages in the East. They knew a girl wouldn't want to marry and become a mother when she became an adolescent. when she became conscious of sex when she had developed a taste for it this mentality this immense attraction for sex exists in women until they know what they will attain by becoming mothers but this they can realize only after attaining motherhood there is no way to have an incline of it before actually becoming a mother why is a woman so gratified after she she has become a mother It is because she has had a divine unbroken experience of spiritual sex with her child and it is only because of this that there is such an intense intimacy between mother and child a woman will lay down her her life for a child but cannot imagine taking the life of her own child a wife can kill her husband it happens often and even if she does not actually do it she can create circumstances at home that amount to the same thing but with respect to a child she can never even think of such a thing it is because the relationship with a child is so very deep and so very intimate but in the same breath i want to say that when a woman develops a deep relationship with her husband the husband also becomes a child to her then he is not her husband anymore there are many men and women sitting here 
and I wish to ask the men present here if they don't behave exactly as the old children do with their mothers when they are in a mood of total love towards their wives do you know why a man's hand is unconsciously drawn towards the breast of a woman it is the hand of a small child reaching for the breast of his mother as soon as a man is overcome with love for a woman his hand automatically reaches towards her breast why what relation do the breast have with love or with sex sex has no real relation to breast at all but a child has a deep association with the breast of the mother for infancy from infancy he has been steeped in the awareness that his link is to the breast the lifeline when a man overflows with deep love he becomes a son and where does the woman's hand go her hand reaches for the man's head her fingers start caressing his hair this is the memory of her child she's caressing the hair of her son and that is why if love blooms fully on the spiritual level the husband becomes the son that is why the husband must become the son then one knows that one has reached the third layer of sex the spiritual level but we are completely ignorant of this relationship the relationship between husband and wife is the beginning of a journey and not the end and remember because it is a journey the husband and the wife are always in a state of tension a journey is always tiresome peace is only to be found at the destination A husband and wife are never calm because they are always on the move, always on the road, and most people perish on the way, never reaching the goal. Because of this, there is always a state of conflict between husband and wife. There is a round-the-clock tussle, and this is what we call quote-unquote love. Unfortunately, neither the husband nor the wife understands the real cause of the tension, of the strife. They each think they have made the wrong match. The husband thinks everything would have been better if he had married another woman and the wife thinks everything would have been fine if she had married another man. I want to tell you that this is the experience of all the couples in the world. If you are given the chance to change your spouse, the situation would not change one bit. It would be the same as changing shoulders while carrying a coffin to the cemetery. You would feel relief for a little while, but when you would notice that the weight had once again become the same, the experience in the West where divorce is rampant is that the new wife in a very short time proves to be like just the former one. And in a fortnight, the new husband also proves to be the same. The reason is not to be found on the surface, but deeper down. The reason has nothing to do with the individual. with the man or the woman the reason is that marriage is a journey a process marriage is neither the target nor the goal the goal will only be reached when the woman becomes a mother and the man becomes a son one friend has asked something in relation to this question he says he does not accept me as an authority on sex he says i can be asked about god but not about sex he says that he and some of his friends have come here to hear about god and thereafter i should only speak about god perhaps they are not aware that it is useless to inquire about god from someone they do not even consider an authority on sex would you ask about the golden peak from someone who knows nothing about the first base camp if what i have to say about sex is not acceptable to you then you should not ask me about god either if i am not deemed fit to talk about the first step then how am i competent to talk about the last 
the psychology behind this question is that lust and the lord have up to now been considered each other's enemies up to now it has been taken for granted that those in search of religion can have nothing to do with sex and that those who delve into sex can have nothing in common with spirituality both are illusions the journey to lust is also the journey to the lord the journey to lust is also the journey to light the tremendous attraction for sex so the search for the sublime because man is completely wrapped up in sex he never feels his journey is complete unless lust is attained unless sublimation is achieved he's still in search and he will never cease and the quest of those who reproach lust to set out to reach the lord is not an authentic search for god it is nothing but escapism in the name of lust they hide themselves behind lust to escape the lord this is because they are mortally afraid of sex because their lives are in a constant state of agitation about sex whenever you observe a man chanting the name lust look at him closely behind the repetition of lust will be the echo of the lord an awareness of sex is present there the lord inside pushes at them from within it is imperative to know lord if you want to reach lust if you want to search for the sublime why take the example of a man who wants to go to bombay first he obtains information about where he is I am not aware where Bombay is. All my information about it is worthless after all. The starting point always comes first. The destination always comes afterwards.